1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. And it has been a huge, huge weekend here in Austin. We are saying goodbye to house guests who are leaving because they've been in for Formula One. The world has come to Austin, Texas, and we are now saying goodbye to everybody. It's been such a good weekend.
3: So both of our first F1 experiences, for those who might not know, Formula One is racing. does that he describe it? I mean, it's, it's the year No, European... it's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is. I went into it pretty That's all unaware, it is. per usual. Did a poll on my Instagram. Is professional racing a sport? 70, 70% of people said yes. 30% of people said no. Like, let me, I mean, listen, we all know- how I feel about sports. Now I will say this is certainly an elevated sporting experience. Lots of available cocktails, lots of available seating. We were in the shade, which I'm grateful for. But like, I do think these drivers are athletes because they seem to have to really work out and it's a very physically demanding situation, right? But- the car's also very involved,
0: right? <laughs> <The> co- <laughs> this, okay, so this... Is
3: the car your teammate? <laughs> I
0: like that. <sighs> See, I love your perspective. I know we're, we're not going to dive into sports and get too deep in the weeds here, but I love that you you're... 30,000 foot perspective is great. Like the car seems pretty involved here. It is incredibly involved. It's, well,
3: some people debate cheerleading. I'm like, there's no question oh, no. for me. Cheerleading's a sport, yes. athleticism, dangerous, super physically demanding. It is easily
0: the most dangerous sport. Even but with
3: this, you you got a car and you're paying for the car. Yeah. But then I think maybe the car's your teammate. People are, you know, you, you pay a lot for really good athletes on your team. So I guess it's a How sport. How do you feel about
0: jockeys and horse racing? Because the horsepower is kind of important. The horse is, is very, the horse,
3: your teammate. Yes. As we head into the world of artificial intelligence, the car could really become your teammate. It could talk right back to you.
0: And so, so
3: I'm here to say, I agree with the 70% F1 is a sport.
0: It is. And look, I here's here. Cause I was a sportscaster for a long time. And people said, well, bowling or golf as it look, not all sports are created. is not
3: a sport. Bowling is a game. That might be a hot take. Bowling's a game. Uh,
0: wow. Well. <laughs> Norm Duke rolling over in his grave. Um, I just named a professional bowler. So <laughs> <laughs> this I, th- it is it's a very interesting debate of what is a sport. Who are athletes? And you're right. yeah, bowling's a game. You and I can go do it. I can also go play golf. But so we went to f one. and here's the cool thing about f one. This is an internet how cute
3: the drivers are.
0: How cute the drivers are. this is this was.
3: Let's pause for that. For a a
0: number one.
3: Oh, he doesn't want to talk
0: this, about This <laughs> No, I'm going to say this absolutely happened in my truck on the way to catch our ride to the F1, which we'll talk about in a minute. Lauren and our other house guests decided to look up on Ranker.com who the hottest F1 drivers are.
3: Well, I, you're making this. Okay. I don't know what Ranker.com is, I don't but either. I know That's this. what we looked at. We Googled hottest drivers in Formula One ranked. And what comes up is Ranker.com, the hottest F1 drivers ranked. So it was the best Google of my life. Google really delivered exactly what we were looking for as did Ranker.com. Now here's the thing. A lot of people, and including our friends who are staying with us, have gotten into F1 because of the Netflix show Drive to Survive. It's a docu-series following the drivers and the teams and all that. I actually haven't watched it yet. Maybe I will now. Chris has. You loved it. Yeah,
0: obsessed with it. They did such a good job. But it's made it
3: like, and and I will watch it because I love sports documentaries, but it's made it kind of explode in America in the past couple of years in a way it never had before. So I'm kind of talking to these other women who are in the car with us, our friends who love it. I'm like, well, what got you guys so obsessed with it? And I have heard from a lot of women. It's because the drivers are cute. And so yeah, then we look them Spanish, up. They're
0: Spanish. They're Italian. Uh, they're Dutch. Yes. They're, I mean, they're
3: speaking foreign languages yes. to us. And um, I also didn't really realize, I think I thought it was all about the cars. No, it is about the drivers. You get to F1 and the drivers' pictures are everywhere. And you're kind of, yeah. you know, like you might be team Mercedes, but you're really like team Lewis Hamilton who drives for Mercedes.
0: Babe. That was the sexiest. That you are dropping knowledge. The well, fact I mean, that I was there Lewis, for
3: like eight hours.
0: <laughs> but still, you—I like that you picked this up. But you're right, Max Verstappen is the hottest driver in the world right now. Do you mean down.
3: talent-wise or physically hottest?
0: Sorry, I meant talent-wise.
3: Okay, because I would say he's pretty cute too.
0: I would say he's average in the field of drivers as far as looks. <laughs> wow. You know, he's no, Le- wow. Le- he's no Leclerc. He's no Leclaire. He's no Lewis Hamilton.
3: Okay, well, I enjoyed it. Look, at the end of the day, I respect it. I know a lot of intelligence and physical labor and money goes into all this, but they are just driving around in circles. And that's what you're watching for two hours. I mean, it's
0: not as much NASCAR circling where, you know, basically NASCAR, you stay to the left, you get back as quick as you can. This is, you know, y- winding roads and turns and hills. and But
3: you can only see so much. Yeah, Here's what I'm going to throw out. That is out. the
0: problem, yes.
3: I'm becoming a cynic, a skeptic. I don't know the perfect word. Maybe I'm a hater. I'm becoming anti big live events with tons of people. It's so hard. It just means we're getting old. No, I don't. Okay. Well, I guess I would be interested to know years ago, how many people like went to a typical, I mean, I don't know. I guess concerts have always been big, but for example, at this point, concerts, tours, every stop on a tour is so many people. And Events like this, there's so many people that it's so hard to feel like involved, like up close with the event. And then I will also say, now television production has gotten so good. You're right. That if you're watching this F1 race from home, they're cutting to a million cameras, and they're inside the pit, and they're they've got mics on the drivers in the cars, and you're hearing what the drivers are saying. The at home experience, I think, is is better.
0: better. There are certain sports that they we created here in America for. And we didn't create all the sports, but for TV, they're made for TV, football. You can see from end to end, you can see all the players, but even that HDTV has kind of ruined that experience because I would much rather sit at home and watch the masters or watch golf because I can watch every hole instead of just one. And you're right when you're at formula one, which is a huge international following. It has for so many decades, but when you're there, you're talking about a four square mile area that tracks about over three miles. So you're, you can't see all three miles, clearly, but hundreds of thousands of people pack into this huge park to watch this.
3: Now, I do want to, on the note of all those people, give you credit for delivering the classic bachelor experience <laughs> when it came to how we arrived and left this race. I was spoiled. I am grateful. There were a ton of people, and we had heard it was taking three hours to, to get in and out of the track. yep. So we did get on a helicopter and we flew in and out and Chris Harrison gave me the bachelor experience with the helicopter and it was awesome. And it was like a five minute helicopter ride. So thank you. That was, I was very spoiled.
0: Luckily have the uh, friends that we were able to find a, a chopper ride in. And so we just flew right in. It was beautiful to fly over Austin and into the track and see it from that vantage point and and also get out the main thing is getting out because when you arrive everyone kind of arrives at a different time but at sporting events when it's over that's go time and so when hundreds of thousands of people leave at the same time it's a nightmare so we did fly out Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like Real-Time GPS and Voice Assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work stream shows or finish homework without missing a beat discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash wi-fi don't let connectivity roadblock your journey always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted wi-fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation compatible device and vehicle required
1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: You know who flew out right before us? We saw him. Who? Prince Harry. Yeah. And it was interesting America's because his
0: favorite redhead, or least favorite redhead. Oh
3: my god. Well, we were thinking about like yeah. I know we've talked about Harry and Meghan before and we've kind of had our we could get into it. We've had our varying opinions on them. My opinion on them has swayed back and forth so much yeah. over the past couple of years, starting with when I went with Entertainment Tonight and I covered their wedding. I was in England, in Windsor. They dro- They went by me in the carriage in their, on their wedding day and it was such a beautiful day. I was so happy. Everyone was so happy and excited for this new chapter for the royal family and how far they've fallen. Like, it was really interesting because Harry, literally, you guys, we saw him. He was... Just to I mean, I don't know how, how many yards away from us was he? We saw him getting on the helicopter that was taking off before us. Yeah. And I think in years past, the people who were near us would have been like, Oh my God, Prince Harry, we love him. Oh my God. People barely even got out of their chairs to glance. Nobody cared. And then everyone said, Oh, he annoys me. And I'm like,
0: Wow. The so w- let me let me paint the picture for you. There's a couple of tents. There was a couple of companies running these choppers. And it's like I mean, it's a buffet. You're just, they're running you in and out, just getting people on choppers, getting you out and coming back. And so this Mercedes pulled up and there's you know, a bunch of us just milling around waiting for our turn to kind of get on the helicopter. And this Mercedes pulls up, tinted windows, not much fanfare. It, it was the only car that was allowed to kind of pull out towards the helicopters. The rest of us, you know, lower people, we walked and the car opens and it's Prince Harry. And like you said, there was one dude Holding a a beer and goes, huh, Prince Harry. And everyone else was like, huh. Like the, the amount of apathy. Right. Nobody, and women too. Nobody cared at all that Prince Harry was getting out. And it was funny because they they were making more pomp and circumstance out of him. His his uh, security was there and his security was rushing like, him you know, rushing him out of the car him in out of the helicopter. And like, you know, guarding him and holding like as if Someone, I don't know, someone's going to take a shot at him, but it was really funny because
3: no, I don't want to demean. I'm sure he has real security.
0: Nobody could have cared less I, or cared more,
3: <laughs> especially with the women. I thought a few years ago, oh, yeah, I mean, people crushed on Prince Harry. It would have been, oh my gosh, there he is. And no one
0: even pulled out their phones, not no. one person took a picture, no one took video. No. And I know they showed him on the telecast, so I saw him there. But it was really funny that, you know, of all the celebrities there. Um, you know, I know Drew Barrymore was there, Cole well, Hauser. Well, Joe Rogan
3: had gotten on a chopper a few minutes before us and people were way people more excited were that Joe they'd seen Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know
0: what's funny too is when, to hear people talk, I I love being a fly on the wall when people talk about celebrities that, and I'm not friends with Joe Rogan, but I, I know him and I know his past and I know where he comes from, his comedic background and how he got to, uh, his show, the the crazy show where they ate all the crazy stuff, um, no oh, fear factor fear factor and it's funny to me to hear people make up what they think they know because so they're they're like well, yeah he does his podcast now uh but he did the uh, the 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 fighting thing the guys like UFC they're like yeah and they're like was he a fighter and they're like yeah yeah he was a fighter <laughs> and uh, they're like they come up with this crazy thing about his life this th- is why very study- <laughs> little of it was true i wanted to just, yes. just go guys you know he was a comedian i know uh, he worked the comedy store there on sunset boulevard then he did uh, fear factor and it was it was really funny to hear people especially when you know them or you know about them
3: yeah well this is why studies show that people make horrible eyewitnesses eyewitness <laughs> testimony true. is very um very wrong most but, of the time but you're
0: right there was a buzz in the tent that rogan had just come through and got on a chopper Well, and you know then
3: and, i mean now i am going to get into it but the ladies and i were kind of Talking about Harry and Meghan again, it's amazing how much that topic can still kind of fire me up because I think now there's a lot of talk. You know, the show Suits is crushing it on streaming. There's talk about a revival of the show Suits. And we were wondering, would Meghan come back and do that? Would she act again? I think very much potentially, yes, because... What else are they doing? And at a certain point, they're going to need money. I mean, I know Bill Simmons, who runs The Ringer, had come out and called them grifters and yeah. said they just try to get stuff for free all the time, which was a pretty damning statement. Um, but one of our friends said, or maybe it was you said, I don't think she'd do that because she's going to think she's above it.
0: My, my take is this, and it is a little bit of that. She would love to do it. I bet if you asked deep down and she gave an honest answer, she would love to come back and do it she won't probably allow herself because she needs to feel like she's above it. She needs to be above it in this status and life that where she is now.
3: Well, like, look, they made it a It would lot be of, a
0: step down for her to come yeah. back and act on a measly little show.
3: They made a huge amount of money. I thought way too much money on their Netflix deal for that docuseries in terms of what they've actually delivered Netflix, the amount of content they've delivered for how much Netflix paid.
0: They've delivered them a dumpster fire of debt. I mean, I mean. It's then horrible. they made
3: way too much money on the Spotify deal. Her podcast has now been canceled yeah. and Spotify way overpaid for that. Um, I know Harry, they got a huge book deal. Harry delivered that book. Oh, that 400 page book that I couldn't get through. And he still got two more books left on that deal. I don't know. I don't know how much they have to spend day in, day out for their various expenses, but it just was kind of a wild moment of realizing again, how far they've, fallen and you know we've talked about them on the podcast before I remember even when we watched the docuseries there were many moments where I related to them I relate to Harry and I Mm -hmm. understand and empathize that Harry was born into this a limelight like no other his mother died tragically the British media was horrible to him they tapped his phone when he was a teenager I mean he went through so much but then now there is there are these moments where you're like like when Harry is you know. I don't know, in, in his book. And he opens the book by revealing a very private moment with his brother and his father yeah. that happened at his grandfather's funeral. And then that infamous audio where he's talking about putting cream on his frostbitten penis. On his todger. If, yeah, I, and I rubbed it
0: on my todger.
3: And he's and he's thinking about his mother at the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying facts. This is actually what's in the book. If you haven't heard it, look, look up the clip. So
0: the problem is- We've
3: gone to a dark place there.
0: People- not everybody I'm painting with a broad brush but a lot of people love the dirt they want to hear the dirt but when you are the one giving all the dirt you you become tainted when you fire all your cannons at once which Harry and Megan did they came out firing on all cylinders just telling everybody everything they could and at the same time And I
3: think exaggerating a lot
0: exaggerating a ton you know pretending the paparazzi were chasing them and when kind of like yesterday Nobody cared. I know at all. Um, I'm
3: not saying the paparazzi have never chased, but I, I think yeah. it was exaggerated in the docu series, and we saw it firsthand yesterday. Nobody nobody
0: cared. cared. There was not no the the drunk guy with the bud light can couldn't even lift up his phone to take a picture. <laughs> but the when you fire all your cannons at once like that, people kind of sour on you quickly. and that's what's happened with them. I,
3: I think, you know, and it was interesting to hear our friends who uh, two of our friends are in media and in the business, two of them are not. But to just hear their takes, um, how how they're so over them, and how they also were like kind of so grossed out by it all. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, what people feel is that Harry and Meghan wanted everything the royal family came with, yeah. But then were annoyed by it, and then wanted everyone to stop talking about them, but then wanted to keep talking about it. It's like you can't
0: I want the upside, but I want to do yeah. it on my terms and. Um, You
3: can't have it all. You can't have it always.
0: And I think that they have also, you know, everybody has really soured on them in Hollywood because they came in hot with like Tyler Perry and Oprah and everybody's backing them and we're going to do this, we're going to do this and then we're going to take over the world. And as Bill Simmons said, they have not performed and they've not delivered because they don't want to work. They don't want to do the work. They just want kind of it handed to them and get the riches without the spoils without doing the effort and the work. And so this business takes a lot of effort and they're not doing that. So I, I, you know, it's funny, you don't hear the Tyler Perry's anymore. You don't hear the Oprah's you don't hear all their big celebrity friends defending them and putting them the forefront anymore. That's just all died <sighs> away very, very quietly. And then you end up on a helipad at F1 in Austin. I mean, we'll see what caring. happens.
3: I think he was there cause he was friends with Lewis Hamilton um, is friends with him. And he, there were, by the way, some people who were there. Who we didn't even get to see our dear Caitlin Bristow, we're texting with her yeah. all weekend. There are too many people. We literally could not physically get well, to where Ari, she was. Ari and Lauren
0: were there. Yes. And I was texting with him. And the funny thing is, he was, I, I said, where were you? Because he came in as a guest of somebody. And so we were in turn 19. He was in turn 12. Logistically, that was probably a couple miles away. So let, we, me,
3: let me ask if this is
0: rude. Uh-huh.
3: Well, sometimes, for example, it's hard. It's hard when you like. You want to see people and you're like, you physically can't see people. I wanted to see my friend, Nicole. She was a volunteer at experience camps with me. I couldn't get to her. Um, Because also we had no service. I mean, there's how many people were there?
0: Hundreds of
3: thousands. Literally a text wouldn't go through. So you couldn't even communicate. But sometimes like when you and I have gone to New York before, I won't post when we're there. In part because I don't want people to not know we're not in our home. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but you were robbed in Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. And I'm still freaked out by While that. Well, I
0: was at Pebble Beach playing in yeah. the AT&T Pro Am, I was robbed.
3: You were robbed, and you saw, you know, I mean, our house is broken into. I watched
0: it live because I have cameras in my yeah. house. Uh, this is, and, and this is when I was a bachelor as well. So I had cameras in my house, cameras around my house. And I, I literally, as all my alarms are going off, I turned on my video to watch. And I saw people breaking into my house, walking around my house. I was on the phone with the cops while a gang (laughs) was rummaging through my house. It was the weirdest thing in the world.
3: And they eventually got caught and you had to go testify about it.
0: I did. And by the way, shout out to the Lost Hills Sheriff's Department back in Westlake Village. They did. They stayed on the case and I testified against them because I had the best video of, they they literally stuck their faces into cameras in my house. They didn't know I had cameras. So they were looking through my drawers and stuff. And it was great. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I so, never, yeah.
3: I try to not say when we're out of town, when we're actually out of town. So, but sometimes also mm-hmm. like if we go to new york for something i don't always post that we're there because then unfortunately you get i mean we have a lot of great friends there and then everybody wants to see you and you just it's hard to make time is that rude no it's no it it's be not
0: rude but you know obviously all our friends know that we live here in austin so ari reached out caitlin reached out i know i bunch, wish we could have seen them yeah and we and it's funny we tried it just and like we had
3: people in town
0: i got a great uh a funny, i'm just
3: making excuses for us but i feel bad and i love them and i
0: wanted to see them. i got a really funny text message about because Obviously, we, we kind of were putting up, joking about how we rode in a helicopter to F1 yesterday. Do you remember Kalen from Emily Maynard's season of didn't The watch Bachelorette? I Emily Maynard so season. So there was this guy. We, he was painted as the villain. Oh,
3: oh, the guy you left on the ice. No. The guy who got the tattoo?
0: No, 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 oh. no, no. That was, that was Ali Fedotowski's season oh, when we left him on a glacier. Um, that was <laughs> funny. And the guard and protect my heart guy. But no, so Kalen came in on Emily's season in a helicopter.
3: I remember this. He
0: wrote in and he- I just remember
3: the clip. Mm. So
0: night one, everybody arrives. You know, Jeff Holm is there. He came in on his Back to the Future. Uh, he came in- Wasn't he a On the skateboard. Yes. And But Kalen rode in on a helicopter. And of course, that just made him-
3: He's that guy now. The guy,
0: that guy. So I posted that yesterday and I get a text message from Kalen of all people. <laughs> and he says, exactly how I would have done it. <laughs> And I was like, that was so good. So, Kalen, thank you for the comedic relief, brother. That was really funny.
3: I love that he is still fully on brand. Yeah, fully on brand. Because some people are, you know, really bitter and don't like the way they were painted on the show. I love that he's owning it. Let's get him back on reality TV. He's having fun with it. Okay. It
0: it took me back to that uh, that first night there in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina with Emily Maynard when he wrote in. That was so funny. And obviously, he probably didn't come up with that idea at all. I'm sure it was obviously us as producers.
3: Well... That was our weekend. We had a great weekend. So
0: congratulations, Team Red Bull, Max Verstappen. There was controversy when a couple of the guys were disqualified, but overall, it was a great experience. And it is fun when the world comes to Austin and all our friends are here because there's parties all week. It's like the Super Bowl. We
3: were also a little bit of, well, we weren't party poopers. What's the right word? We were invited to a couple of of events. And we went to some. And then on Saturday night, we just decided, let's stay home.
0: Open some great wine.
3: We drank six bottles of wine with six people, I think. So we did well.
0: Beautiful wines. And, I, I, I barbecued some steaks. Uh,
3: and look, I didn't put him up to it. Chris Harrison volunteered to cook and we all just stayed in and drank wine. And I, I was so happy with that. Sometimes I got to say those events, some are great, some look great on Instagram and it's not so fun. You had a great
0: take last night as we were, we were lamenting the fact, should we have done this? Cause there's always buyer's remorse. There's remorse. If you go, there's remorse. If you don't go, should I have gone to this party? And you, again, you see Instagram, you're like, maybe that was fun. Ari and Lauren, they went to a different party and honestly, they posted about it. It looked like my nightmare.
3: Well, that was like a club situation. A that club would not scene, for you.
0: Strobe lights going thousands of people, music that I, could not hear or understand that was my nightmare. But you had a good take last night when we were like, should we have gone to this? And you said, I don't remember. You said <laughs> when, when these events are contrived like this for something specific, they don't often turn out. great. I
3: think it's hard. I mean, look, when do we all have the most fun? If we're being honest, like I think of when events are when parties and, and that stuff, is pulled together for an event. Mm-hmm. It's it's just basic social stuff. It's a lot of people who don't know each other. You're you're just there trying to look good and take a good picture, but you're kind of spending the whole night meeting new people. And so maybe you make a nice connection, but it's a lot of small talk. You're not gonna remember it as the best night of your life. Right. You know,
0: it's New Year's. Right. So much pressure is put on it. <laughs>
3: well, when you're having a party at your if you know, we're gonna have a Halloween party when we're having a Halloween party at our house, I'm putting a lot of effort in, I want it, but we're inviting everybody we know, we're gonna have fun. Or honestly, even, I will give a little more credit to like the Oscars or the Golden Globes or some of those things. It's very much an industry party, so people tend to know each other, so that can be a little more fun. But something like, yeah, a bunch of people coming in from out of town to F1, it's a lot of meeting new people and you can make new connections, but I don't think you're gonna remember it as, That was one of the best nights ever. And you certainly wouldn't have enjoyed the EDM club music. That's not
0: for you. Uh, But it it was a very sporty sports weekend because, you know, football is going on. Baseball playoffs are going on. Uh, Texas Rangers, God bless them, have game seven tonight. So sorry, we're watching sports again tonight. Um, And there was Formula One. So Lauren has really, really worn it. You have worn it hard. God bless you. You have given at the office this week. Wow. You deserve a break. Thank you. Yeah. You're not going to get one tonight, but you deserve a break.
3: Well, let's take a break and then we'll talk about a little bit of celebrity news and relationship stuff to veer away from the sports.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Roosevelt, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets and Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: So among all the sports this weekend with formula one football, baseball, another little story dropped about Meryl Streep and this got us thinking.
3: Okay. The latest celebrity trend in relationships seems to be, the secret separation. So first we heard a week or so ago about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. And she reveals that they have been secretly separated for years. All I hear from all my friends is Jada, can you please stop revealing so much? Right. We don't need to learn anymore. We don't need to hear anymore. It's it, it's just too much at this point. Like we're burnt out.
0: I feel like she's going full Megan and Harry. It,
3: it, it's yeah, it, it,
0: It's any sympathy, empathy we had for jada is gone she seems to have really worn that out
3: and on the heels of that now news kind of came up out of nowhere that meryl streep and her husband are secretly separated and have been for six years and this was interesting to me because look as a member of the media formerly currently i don't know um i definitely saw that headline and thought okay here's what happened in newsrooms they saw that Jada and Will and the secret separation was clicking. So then when this other news of Meryl and her husband were secretly separated, all of a sudden I'm, I'm. it was framed as another secret separation because it's like trending and the algorithm's going and that's what we can call it. What we were wondering is, is a secret separation a thing? Like if you're a celebrity, I don't know that you necessarily have to announce that you've broken up. I don't think that you have to do that. And I'm not sure a lot of people knew Meryl Streep was even married. I was going to
0: say, I thought Meryl had a secret marriage because I, <laughs> I, I when when this news came out, I, I had to, uh, oh, I had no idea she was married. I don't know much about Meryl Streep's pr- private uh, life or personal life.
3: I mean, they'd been married for she's more than four years. She's one of my favorite years.
0: actresses of all time.
3: She's a person who, it's like, she's married. I knew she was married. I knew she has kids. Some of her kids act. But her husband isn't someone who would like, like, he's not super well known. Right. It's kind of an Oprah and Stedman situation, I
0: think. Oof, what's... But let's kick over that anthill. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but it it is a. I, I agree with you as someone who publicly got divorced and you know hosted a relationship show all about love and got divorced. I kept mine a secret for quite some time. I was separated and
3: wait. I don't even know how that came out. Did you announce it or did it yeah. get revealed and you didn't know it was? I, no, on?
0: I released it uh, okay. via we we released a statement to People Magazine. And it was, oddly enough, to bring her back up, it was during Emily Maynard's season. It all kind of happened during uh, um, the season before, but then it really came to be during Emily Maynard's season. And I was about to hit the road for the exotic overnight. So I took the kids so we could leave the country. And on a Friday night, we were going to release this statement. And as I was kind of heading to the airport, I got a call from one of the publicists at ABC and they said, we just got a call. This is really weird. Um, are you and your ex getting a divorce? And I said, well, yes, it's about to come out in People Magazine, whatever. So we had kept it for months and months, a, a total secret.
3: Got it. But then you did ultimately release a
0: statement. Yeah, but then we did release a statement.
3: Okay, now I'm looking up here. Okay, I knew Meryl Streep's husband's name was Don Gummer. He's a sculptor. So oh. see, he's not even in the business. Maybe I'll say it's a Dolly Parton and her husband situation. Yeah. Um, But I... Okay, so they've been separated for six years, a spokesperson says, and I I just, it's also an interesting question of if you've been married for a really long time Uh and you're done, like there's no hard feelings, but you're separating because let's look, Meryl and Dawn separated six years. Famous or not, do you have to get divorced? Or is it like just easier to say we're separated, but like, you know, legally, financially, what do you think?
0: Depends on age, I guess. Depends on where you are in your life. Like, is Meryl Streep ever going to want to date and fall in love again? Because then if Meryl Streep or whoever's seen on the streets of New York with somebody else, like, oh, she's cheating. Like, if I never oh, that's announced- a good point. If I never announced my divorce since people saw us making out together- They'd be like, dude, that guy from The Bachelor's cheating on his wife. And
3: you know what? That's a good point, because then the public will never believe you were they'll always think there was an affair or something, even if you say, Wait, no, we were separated for yeah, six we've been, years. Yeah, you're
0: trying to back into it. And-, and
3: that's part of what makes the Will and Jada thing so confusing. Like I don't even understand it anymore because, you know, she talked about how she had what was the word? Indiscretions or or yeah. I forget. They they sort of implied that they'd seen other people at different points. I don't know.
0: How about Hugh Jackman? And announcing his divorce.
3: That now that is a, I think a full on split, and that was very out of nowhere to me. And I, I, Hugh Jackman, he's like the guy that every mom I know has a. Crush oh my god, on. my
0: mom. Yes. Oh, so obsessed with Hugh Jackman. I mean, now they all think they have a shot. <laughs> I know. I was kind of like
3: Hugh Jackman and Sofia Vergara. They're both single now.
0: Wow, stunningly. Very good looking couple. But it, it is a. I, I. That's my thing, I guess, to answer your question, then would be, yes, 100%, I think you need to announce it. Just let it out there because you want to live your life. And I, I wouldn't want to live in secret where everybody just assumes we're together. And
3: Excellent y- you point. want
0: to, You want to move on.
3: Now, speaking of living in the public eye, another interesting um, celebrity relationship reveal, Drew Barrymore has hmm. revealed that she has been in kind of an on-off relationship situationship for like three and a half years, yeah. which is interesting because she's kind of talked publicly about not being able to find anyone to date and all that.
0: Met him on Raya, the yes, dating app,
3: which had a real moment. It was a yeah. celebrity dating app. Well, you had to you had to like be referred by a friend, and it was allegedly this secret by high the end way, dating app.
0: Tinfoil conspiracy theory. Okay. Of who this might be because we don't know yet. He might be involved in Formula One. So this weekend here in Austin, Texas, I'm looking at some pictures. Drew Barrymore was here, but she wasn't just here, like hanging out. She was with team Red Bull and like really entrenched with them. She had a Red Bull Jersey on. She was in the pits with the Red Bull team. She was with the, like taking pictures with the pit crew in the car. And that's not a, like, I don't think Drew Barrymore formula one team Red Bull. What is the connection? There's this is my conspiracy. I think. Oh,
3: I think you could be very. Dead she might on. be
0: dating someone from Team Red Bull,
3: and it would make sense with what she just said because basically she came out and said that she was inspired to not keep this so under wraps anymore. She wants to be feel more free and not be so scared and go more public with this relationship because she saw Taylor Swift. At all of Travis Kelsey's football games, so early on, Drew basically said, "Taylor's just started dating this guy. She's living her life. She's not in hiding. I want to do the same." That's interesting. Yeah.
0: When this comes out, just say you heard it here first. There's someone in Team Red Bull. Do you think
3: it's a driver? Because well, because Max no, Verstappen has a different girlfriend. I, it wouldn't
0: be Max. I, I, you know, it's someone. No, I
3: know he has a different girlfriend. He's, he's yes. dating a model or
0: something. Yeah, and uh, so and she was a- there after
3: me looking him up on Ringer.com. Yes,
0: and they 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 were kissing after the the big win yesterday. So. Uh, that's just my my total, I have zero evidence or science behind this. It's just, I was putting two and two together and I heard this story. And the other thing that made me think about it when she said she was on Raya and that's where they met, I'm like, who else would have been on Raya? A guy that was kind of famous, kind of in the world. If
3: you hadn't heard of Raya, you, could, you didn't have to be like a celebrity. You right. could be just you know
0: you were supposed to be someone of somewhat prominence.
3: Yes, someone successful yes. in their field, and you had to be referred by people to be on the
0: app. And that Formula One world is just sexy enough to be on Raya. So just food for thought, kids. Um, but it is interesting that I I understand the pressure of wanting to keep things secret. So do you. When we started dating, we were under wraps for six months before we decided, okay, let's do this publicly. Because again, you don't want to date and break up and date and break up publicly because you have to relive it and live it. And then and then it gets brought up. Our picture is in every magazine. Every time Chris is dating someone new, there's the picture of Lauren. He was just dating her three months ago. And now you have this track record and it helps Taylor Swift. It's her brand. You can write songs about it. Those pictures don't hurt her. I don't want to relive every person I've ever dated and be seen that much. So I didn't mind flying under the radar. My thing with Drew Barrymore that I also thought was interesting, girl, it's been three and a half years. So she was she was saying, I'm excited. I'm inviting him to a wedding. We're going to kind of go public. Damn, three and a half that's years. That's kind of a long time. That's a long time. It, that's it, a
3: long time to not invite someone just if you're right. a normal person to be like, we've been dating three years and I'm just now going to bring them as my date to a wedding.
0: It makes me question their relationship more than anything. I,
3: It it feels, I I would bring someone to a wedding as my date after a matter of months of dating,
0: I think. And look, if it gets out, you and I did do that. We were at parties, we were at events, not public events. They were things that you and I from friends. So look, if it had leaked out because of that, fine. But you know, never doing something just like going to a wedding, something so simple, I'm like, wow, that's.
3: Who do you introduce someone to first when you're dating? Your friends or your family? Friends. Friends for sure.
0: I mean, that's what I did with you.
3: That's what I think. I, that's what I've always done. I mean, you you, well, you want to go out socially and you want to know what your friends think. And then when it's more serious, family. Yeah, I was say, but because, a wedding is interesting because friends and family could be there.
0: Yeah. But you just said something very interesting. Friends, because family is more.
3: Judgmental.
0: Judgmental. Protective. But it, it, it's just that, you know, traditionally that's a step. Meaningful. It's Yeah. It's, it's that step, whether it is. Real or not, maybe it's just made up in our minds from Hollywood all those years of meet the parents. It's just there is that proverbial meet the parent moment, it's a big deal.
3: So, how soon is too soon to introduce someone to your family or to go very public and have them meet all your people in your
0: relationship? It depends, it's, there's so many variables what, how old you are, what stage. I mean, it's, I thought it honestly, at our age, I think it's a little more casual and say your parents live in town, you're just together, you know, for us, our parent, it was a bigger deal because our parents live out of town. There was a conscious effort. This is going to happen now.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had to happen when they came into town. Right. I do think if you have young kids, that's something to consider. Of course. Yeah. I also think I've been in relationships before where I met someone's family too soon at like, and not because I wanted to, they, they wanted to introduce me and I felt like this is moving too fast and I should have spoken up more. And because also when you get to know someone's family, I've cautioned my, my siblings against this. It can sometimes accelerate the seriousness or amplify a connection you think you have with someone because actually you're connecting with their family. Or I would throw friends into this too. Like just be aware that you really like the person that you aren't, Loving their whole world, and that that's overinflating how good your relationship is. Does that
0: make sense? It does. No, so, no, no, hundred percent. It can, the, the I've met parents too early, and it's whether it was intended or not. It puts so much pressure on the relationship and me. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I know her mom now. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, and and if and then you get the if she's on the phone with her mom, she'll put her on speaker. on oh, with Chris, and they're like, we're not here yet.
3: Yeah. Well I don't
0: want to be saying hi to mom on the on the speakerphone yet.
3: I know, because it feels so big. It does.
0: Um like but yeah, Drew
3: Barrymore, I mean this is her direct quote. I invited him to a wedding next weekend, and he said, Wow, after three and a half (laughs) years, you are going to invite me to a wedding? Drew, I side with the guy. I think you could have taken him to a wedding sooner. I agree.
0: It makes me question the relationship more than get excited (laughs) about it. Um, but we will see if it uh comes to to bear fruit on the F1 side. Uh, But it was a great weekend. We have a busy couple of weeks ahead, and I hope everybody is doing good as we head into Halloween and this time of year. Um, It has been so good talking to you. And LZ, I just want to make it public. We are not secretly separated. (laughs)
3: we're secretly on our way to being no we're publicly on our way to being very much together
0: yeah we are are publicly on this path to being married and i couldn't be more excited about it Um, and i couldn't be more excited to talk to all of you each and every time we get the opportunity to do this and we will do it again because we have a lot more to talk about thanks for listening follow us on instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars i'll talk to you next time